just coming to peace with whatever you want your business to be is a huge thing. Hey, I'm Jen Ward, Fractional CFO and founder of Assigned Financial Solutions. You're listening to Big Profits Small Business, where I help small business owners like you make big profits, pay themselves more, and build businesses that feed their lives instead of draining them. Today, I'm going to be answering all your money questions in plain English and show you that finances can be a comfortable topic, maybe even fun. Let's go. Hi, Brittany. Welcome to Big Profits Small Business. Thank you for being my first ever guest. Thank you, Jen. I am so honored to be your first ever guest and super excited to talk to you today. We talk a lot, like every week, maybe yes. every day. Almost, <laughs> anyway, almost every day. <laughs> congratulations also on your new podcast. Thank you. Okay. So our interview section is all about hearing entrepreneurs' journeys. And I'd love to start out with your business journey. Um, it's quite different than mine, even though we're in the same type of profession. So would okay. you share with us your journey to your business? Yeah. So as maybe not everyone knows, I am also a bookkeeper. It started in 10th grade. I actually was going to be an architect until 10th grade when I took an architecture class and decided that it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. I wanted to design beach houses and I realized like that wasn't going to be a realistic expectation. Okay. I would probably be designing like, you know, malls or something kind of more boring. So, oh, okay. That makes sense. You're like, yeah, that would like, just be a dream really. Right. So I needed to be in reality check, which the logic of the accountant took over yeah. and I switched account to accountant. Like that was my new dream and followed through college, took all of the accounting things, got uh, my master's in accounting actually. And then it was kind of the dream. Like I want to have the corner office um, in the high rise, you know, like did you really? Nancy? Yes. Yeah. I never knew so that. I thought that you always wanted your Okay. No, right. this was in college. Like when I first wow. started, I was like, I really want that. Like the fancy life, dress up and all this. In the city somewhere? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah me too. Yes. Me too. Actually, okay. I always thought I was going to be like this cool city girl, single forever and awesome. corporate America. Yes. No wonder we're friends. We didn't I even know, know this. Okay. No, I had no idea. But yep, that was my vision for a real long time. If I wasn't going to be a teacher and like a mom, I was like, I'm going to be corporate CFO lady. Totally. Amazing. That's what I like was starting to think of doing. But then I think it was when I was in grad school, I was like, you know, I'm a homebody. I don't like dressing up and doing my hair and just reality hit. And I was like, you know, that really isn't like, it sounds cool. But like living that life day to day, the stress and commuting, all these things just aren't me. Yes. And so I think that was kind of when the shift came like, hey, what if I did this? And also in grad school, I got my first two bookkeeping clients. Um, they were friends from church who were start both starting businesses and they needed a bookkeeper. And so those were my first clients. And I was like, oh, I really like this. That was back in the day. Like I went to their house and I mean, this isn't yes. that long ago, but <laughs> it was enough more... back in the day. It was pre-COVID and nobody was doing virtual stuff and in-home right. stuff. Yeah. Because it was like 20, 2011, maybe 2012. So I don't think yeah. that it was like the time of QuickBooks Online. I could be wrong, but anyway. Absolutely um, not. That was when I was pregnant with my first son, 20 or second son, 2011, 2012. And everything has completely changed since then technology wise. So mm -hmm. I can understand that. 
Yes. Yeah. So that was like the start. And it was like, okay. oh, I love working with the small business. So I worked in person with them. And then I moved. And when I moved, I lost the clients that I had, you know, so, and I realized I don't want to do that again. And so that's when I took it online. So in 2017 is when I started Silverleaf Office, my current business, because I wanted to actually do it. I'm like, let's do this for real and make it official. And so I don't know if you've heard of Christy Wright Business Boutique. It's yes. no longer a thing, but it at isn't. the time it was a thing. And so I read her book and listened to all, I don't know if she had a podcast then or what, but I listened to sure. all the things. And that's really what gave me the push to, you can do it. You can start a business for real. I went on Instagram in August, 2017 and made it real and started a website soon after that. And this is where the struggle came in because I had started following a few people who were like, I'm fully booked, get on the wait list. Uh, I'm only accepting one more client and things like that. And I saw all this. And I thought that was going to be me in like two months. <laughs> in two months, she says, yes, yeah. in two months, we're going to be fully booked. Oh, 100%. Um, did we even know what fully booked looked like then, Brittany? No, because I used to think that fully booked was like eight people. Right. It, oh, yeah. So yeah. The, that's when like the struggle of comparing kind of began because I didn't know like the reality, like those people probably had been in business for or five years or something already. So you can't really compare yourself brand new to the world, you know, right. just announcing yourself and the, oh, no one is going to book you right away. They're just not, unless you have some connections already. People need to know, know like, and like, trust. trust. Yes. No, like trust factor. And then building a business solely pretty much from Instagram, it sounds like, right? Like yeah. pretty much solely from Instagram. It was, it is, still is. I tried out Facebook, hated it, got off there. I tried out LinkedIn, was like, this just isn't working. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand. Just gone from there. Yeah. So I just am right now exclusively on Instagram. And now I can say, yes, I am basically fully booked. Congratulations, Let by the way. Let me just say that though, six years in. So if you're listening and you're new, don't compare yourself. In six yes. years, maybe you can, but yeah. it took a lot of struggle. So let me just share behind the scenes. August was when I first opened my Instagram to the world mm -hmm. and I didn't get someone to book until May of the next year. Right. So, so all this time questioning, like, am I doing the right thing? Like I had a few clients that I knew, so I wasn't clientless during that time, but right. to actually get a stranger to book with me, it took nine months. Which probably goes into the whole marketing psychology of like somebody needs to be able to see you or touch your product or whatever it is for like seven times before they yeah. even get the idea to book a call with you or something like that. It's interesting because we might be what we would consider fully booked, but now there's like new people to compare it to, I think, right? Because there's, mm. there's firms out there. Well, do I want to bring in somebody else to take some client loads so I can build a firm or there's... Do I want a course or do I want something else? Right. So there's yes. like a next level comparison for us. Absolutely. And you're like, wow, am I really doing this right? They look like they're doing better than me. Yeah. So the comparison really never stops, but I've kind of learned things aren't always what they appear. Absolutely. For and for two, now I know like, this is what my business is. And this is what I want it to be. Doesn't Which... matter what so-and-so high powered person over there is doing. That's awesome for them. But what do I want out of this? And I think that's just coming to peace with whatever you want your business to be is a huge thing. 
Yes. And don't like compare and like, I mean, go for it. If that's what you want and you see someone like, oh, I want to do that too. Then yes. use them as your inspiration, but don't be like down on yourself. Look for people to be inspired by instead of criticizing yourself through. Exactly. But- I think you just said it perfectly. It all really hinges on what do we actually want for mm-hmm. our business. And if we have yet to define that and we kind of let other people sway our beliefs about what we want for our business, I don't think our journey is ever over really, but I don't think we'll ever be content with what we're doing. There's always things to adjust and yes. and change. And you're like, oh, I don't like doing that anymore. I'm going to switch yeah. to this. And that's the wonders of the small business. My goodness. Yes. I love that. Okay. So 2017, it's now 2023. You're pretty much booked. You have a thriving business. What's next in your journey? Do you know? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Okay. You're just like, I'm no, no public things to share. There's no public behind the scenes. Okay. But, um, nothing to put out there yet. (laughs) Yeah. But it's really nice to be content too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I love that. Like, you're just, this is what I do. This is where I'm at. You've worked on systems in your business, right? You have that all good to go. You're just enjoying it. It's kind of like the stage where your business child is now old enough to stand up by itself. Like you don't have to constantly prop it up anymore. No, no. You're back here doing all the work. This is like a, a self-sufficient teenager you have right now because the toddlers are, you still, they can prop themselves up, but you're making sure they don't fall down the steps. And <laughs> okay, my business is now a six-year-old teenager. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's right. You're like, this is good and where I need it to be. So I love that. And I think comparison is a struggle that if we're all honest, we never really get out of. Um, we just really have to catch ourselves. So yeah. thanks for sharing that. I, of course. And who knew we had another connection that we wanted to be high rise. Yeah. I mean, look at us now. We're in our offices and we have windows in our offices. So we kind of got part of it. We we do. And I'm on the second floor of my house. I don't know. Hey, me too. High rise. That's right. right. High rise. Love it. Um, So I think this is a good transition into the idea of like, you guys now have heard our conversation. Um, We are in the same industry. We kind of have some of the same intermixing clients. But we believe in community over competition and industry like for friends. Real. Not for just real. the little the little Instagram caption, but like for no. real. <laughs> the hashtag. <community laughs> no, <laughs> we, went, we took it beyond the hashtag and made it our life because well, what I realized early on is you need people who are in your industry in the same place as you so that you can bounce ideas off them as well as people who aren't in your industry who are small business owners, because then you have the, the ownership thing in common. But having someone like Jen, who can help me like with systems, that's one thing that we did a few years ago, we met together for, I don't know, a few months, a couple times and went through systems together and like streamlined. And of course we both have different systems, right? but it was helpful to be like, Hey, I do this, then this. And she's like, um, Brittany, why are you doing that? You could just combine these two things and make it easier. <laughs> and Brittany's like, well, you're missing this huge hole right here, Jen. Maybe if you had a system for it, it would feel better for you. <laughs> so, That's yes. exactly right. Because we built trust first. Like we didn't just meet and we did this. It was yes. like, oh, I can trust her not yes. to take the information that I give her. And she's going to now steal my idea. 
we have yes. thoughts on that. I'm sure we all have thoughts on that, right? Podcast yes. listeners. Yes. Uh, but you have to find your people that you can actually trust. And then you can mm-hmm. start to share so many things. And, you know, I have a family that's really like supportive. Brittany, I know you have a family, a sister who is also an entrepreneur, yeah. but there's nothing like getting together with another person who does this almost the exact same thing that you do. And mm-hmm. there's just this really cool camaraderie that um, yeah. you can build with people in your industry. And again, yes, you have to build the trust, but don't be afraid to like go through that. And I mean, obviously I'm thankful not, we didn't have anything weird happen and I didn't steal your ideas, Brittany, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I've stolen yours. <laughs> no, my goodness. No, no, no. Um, no. When did we meet Jen? That was one thing I couldn't remember. I think it was 2020, like the end okay. of 2020, because I started in, on Instagram in February of 2020. It was like February okay. 13th. And then around the end, and I don't remember our first conversation. I just was like, hey, nice, I don't know, cat. I don't, <laughs> right? And then from there, I don't even know the first thing we did together. But what have we done together? We have a, a, like a workshop, a profit first slash make profit happen workshop together that we co-teach once a year. We meet with other bookkeepers once a month and co-work together. And mastermind together, like we mastermind ask together. questions and share ideas and yeah. share our wins. Share yeah. our wins. And, and like, if there's something that we don't know in our industry, we can go and see if other people might know that. Or if you know that, usually you do like that tax center. Um, anyway, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's the really cool part about the community that we have built is that you know things that I don't have a grasp on and I know things that you don't so we can share the information and it makes us both into better business owners. Which I think is important to point out because we are solo in a lot of respects. We are solo entrepreneurs. Um, When you work in a firm or you work in a big business, you would be able to go to someone in your company and get that information pretty much. Mm -hmm where we have to be really intentional about seeking that out and building that, that community. And again, it goes back to the trust that we built over these years. Now, I know that if I share something, she's got it completely confidential and same for me, because you need to have that. You just have to, if you didn't have someone that you could ask ideas and get, get advice from, then you're not going to be as good as if you're just standing alone. Absolutely not. Well, nobody ever progresses alone. Th- yeah. th- that just is the truth, right? We see our business owners that come to us for bookkeeping help. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to do it alone forever. We come in and we stand beside them and they're like, wow, mm-hmm. this is so much better. And it's the same way when you're looking for a community to help you as a business owner. The other yeah. thing with community over competition is there are so many people who need bookkeeping that we don't even have to compete. Honestly, it's no. like, but we're bookkeepers, we're accountants, all this stuff, but we are different. Like yeah. just the way that, I don't know how it is, but you just attract different people. And, yeah. you know, so there is really no competition. We're not like, Hey, that's right. my client. Get out of the way. It's like, <laughs> they're going to choose who they're going to choose. Just put yourself out there and we don't mind. That's exactly right. Because we've relinquished that if somebody would happen to like come to us and interview both of us, we've kind of relinquished that to be, it is what it is because that's the best fit for them. And I don't, why would we care? Right. No, no popularity contest. Only in fun. Would we ever say that? (laughs) Absolutely. Exactly. And I think that's such a great point is that 
even though we do the exact same thing, we do attract different clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because of our strengths and or how we want our business to look, right? Like, yes. And I think that's great. So absolutely. What we're trying to say is go find an industry bestie and yeah, go make on their it work. podcast. Yeah, go on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think we can end a conversation without talking about our favorite thing in the yes. business world, which is profit. Absolutely. Okay. There's nothing better. No. And why is that? What is our definition of profit and what makes it so amazing? What mistakes do we see around it? I'd love to hear that from you. And then I'm going to go with the very accountant definition because it's who I am. Okay. Income, like all of your, what is it? Gross profit mm-hmm. up here minus expenses, minus taxes, minus Mm -hmm. owner's pay. Oh my goodness. Equals profit. You just blew people's minds. I know. (laughs) So some people think that profit is whatever is left after your expenses, right? but you can't forget about taxes. And I also believe that even though you can't deduct your owner's pay, like if you're an LLC, you can't deduct it, but your business should be sustaining your paycheck. Yes. Like, what's the point of being in business if it's just self-sustaining and you're not paying yourself? I have no idea what the point of being in business is. You've just- Self-sustaining hobby? I was going to say a glorified hobby. Exactly. So um, I think that's a very important piece of profit to realize that your owner's pay should not be negotiable and it should not be an afterthought of, oh, what's the bottom line of profit? Oh, that's what I get to pay myself. How exciting. Right. It's a totally- separate number as the business owner. So like back to our high powered CEO day dreams. Yes. Yes. (laughs) In that case, if you are um, an owner of a, or even a partner in some kind of a business like that, you get bonuses based on how the company performs. Yes. That's the word. Right. So in your business, why not give yourself a bonus for how your business is performing? Yeah, but let's let's even backtrack. You're signing on at a salaried rate, first off, right? That isn't going to nego- be negotiated up or down that year, no matter what that biz- that company does. Exactly. So why as a business owner would we be like, oh, every month I can take what's left over, right? Why exactly. would we do that? I don't- Exactly. You're not an afterthought. No. Um, <laughs> you're your business's most important employee. Obviously, right. that wouldn't be there without you. Nobody would be there without you. So <laughs> yes, I then have to say, this is what I can make. Obviously, you can't make more than what your company is bringing in, right? That's- Right. I mean, there's the reality check of, Yes. Um, you can't start off paying yourself, I don't know, $50,000 a year if your business isn't there yet. Correct. Um, so you have to start somewhere, but it also should be a consistent number that you're paying yourself or a cons- consistent percentage that you're paying yourself, something consistent. consistent. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, one of the important pieces of profit is actually paying yourself. I yes. know it's not truly the profit, but like that's a component before the profit is left. And then you go to that other amazing like cherry on the top of you're in the seat, you're the CEO or a partner in a huge firm and you guys have brought in and doubled, tripled, whatever your revenue for the year and you're getting a bonus because you've performed so well. And a business owner who is listening to this right now is like, why would I ever get a bonus? Why would we get a bonus? Because again, we are our company's most important employee. But if we're structuring our business to make profit, then there should be an opportunity to give yourself a bonus. 
Yeah. And I think that is another thing people don't think about for profit. Like you can plan to profit. What? what? Isn't it just what? a mistake? Like at the end of the month, like surprise, you may have money left over. No. Right. You plan. You plan for this to happen. The tagline of this podcast is profitable dreams are possible. It's like, Ooh, yes, it. like this is something we can make possible in our business. And um, Brittany, I think that you're a really good example of that. Not like financial details, but you have set your business up to be profitable as so have I. So it started from day one and that's how it can start for any business owner. From day one, I didn't take on more expense than I made income. And I mean, that's just where it starts. I didn't hire um, a coach to help me figure something out that I didn't have the money for. Right. I didn't set up some system at the beginning that yeah. cost too much yeah. because I wasn't there yet. Yes. So you need to let your business grow and then bring these expenses in as you can afford them. I think that's one of the most important things. Like don't get too excited about spending to make money. I think we see that traditionally in online businesses a lot where they're they're excited to grow their business. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a lot of that we see so much content coming at us that we need this, we need this, we need this in order to grow that we've almost like lost the confidence in ourselves that we can actually grow our business. Do we need help and support along the way? Absolutely. But Absolutely. that's how we kind of like I think started was that to like as friends was that we knew we needed it, but we also were like, I don't necessarily want to pay for that right now. If right. we're being honest. Like, oh, Jen's free. Why not? <laughs> right. And I think that there, I think we both would agree that there are times and places in your business where you could pay for help, right? Absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. People yes. hire us all the time and we don't say, hey, you should really fire us because you're spending money and you shouldn't. Right. Exactly. But the people who come have reached the point in their business where they can afford it. Right. And I would not recommend someone to put things on credit cards that they're not going to pay off. Right. No, it's just, then there goes more profit. So there's another thing to subtract. Yes. Your liability your income before expenses, then minus expenses, minus taxes, minus owner's pay, minus debt payments. Yeah. Then you have now like taken money away from yourself as you are putting all of this stuff on credit cards and debt. It's mm -hmm. like, don't stop it. I just want to yeah. give you a big hug and say, stop it. Please stop yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to steal your credit card, not really steal it, but I'm going to take your credit card and I am going to, I don't know, freeze it in a block of ice or something yes. because I want to help you yes. to overcome that. Cause it can be also, that can be a habit. Like profit can be a habit. And then like mm -hmm. investing, that's what the code word is for spending. Yes. In your business. Invest in my business. A habit. Yes. yes. So investing equals spending. I just made that up right now. It's just Ooh. a code Fire. word for spending money. Yes. Um, and there is a time to invest, but to do it as your business can handle it, as the income can handle it. And don't take a hit in your owner's pay to do that. Absolutely not. Typically, no. Um, and we want your business to be profitable because that is truly like the demise of businesses Yeah, of like what 85% of first something like that first business, like first time businesses in the first five years, they're going to go under because they mm -hmm. didn't manage their money correctly. And mm -hmm. most of the time it's because you have an amazing product or service. It's truly the management of money and not being able to 
know when to invest. And if you can see me, my got my quotes, my air quotes happening, um, when to invest and when not to. I hope everybody has gotten what they paid for today. So, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's our humor, our accountant humor over here. Okay. Sorry guys. Also, like, we're not your average bookkeeper accountant no. people because we do have personalities and that's right. That's, that's fun. That is, it is fun. So Brittany, um, you mentioned that you were fully booked, but I bet you would have some room in your stack to do, to take on what type of client? I specialize in photographers, mm -hmm. but also work with other creatives. So website designers, even marketers, that kind of um, business is what I have pretty much specialized in for like two or three years now. Mm -hmm. And it just really helps me to be able to help them because I've gotten really familiar with their industry. That's right. And it's, um, if you're looking for someone to help you financially, looking for somebody who niches and specializes in your industry yeah. is always, I think you should include them in their search, your search for a bookkeeper or CFO, mm -hmm. whatever you're looking yeah. for. Then where can they find you if they want to come hire you or yeah. follow you or anything? <laughs> yeah. Just follow along for yeah. cat pictures. You know, I post a lot of those. That's true. And my garden too. So yeah, anyway, garden. I don't try, I try not to do too much, but anyway. So um, they can find me on Instagram um, mm -hmm. at Silverleaf Office, just all together, Silverleaf Office. Also, my website is www.silverleafoffice.com. So that's where you can find me and get in touch should you want to. It'll be in the show notes below Ooh. this. I'm like, I'm so excited to have said that. Yes. And I... We'll be ending every podcast episode with two rapid fire questions. So Brittany, are you ready? I'm a little nervous, but go for it. Okay. So first one is, don't be nervous. Okay. Um, what is your favorite coffee or tea order? So I actually don't drink coffee and I don't like tea. I know. <laughs> Which is why I was like, don't so, be nervous. It's fine. If I'm going to go to Starbucks, I usually order a caramel ribbon crunch cream frappuccino with coconut milk. Okay. Typically is my order or oat but, milk, either one. But there's like no and caffeine in it. There's no caffeine in it. And that that's what makes me happy. Like I can't right. have caffeine. So yes. that's the one that I get. Okay. It's really good. Caramely. Caramel is like my favorite. So. Okay, great. So if somebody here is listening and are like, I didn't know what's ever ordered Starbucks because I can't have caffeine or I don't want to have caffeine. You mm -hmm. now have your answer. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And question number two, what is the most important lesson you've learned about yourself through your business? Wow. Ooh, that's mm. a good one. Ooh. Okay. I've learned that I need to stand up for myself and what I want. And I think that's really spilled over even into my personal life because, and it gives you a lot of confidence because you're actually helping people and people tell you, oh, you've really helped me do whatever it is that you do, fill in the blank. And it gives you the confidence. It gives me the confidence that even spills over to like my personal life. So I think that's one of the biggest things that having a, being a business owner has taught me confidence and yes, you are helping people feel good about that. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so much for being the very first guest and we will talk soon, but oh, I hope that you have a great day. You too, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Big Profit Small Business with me, Jen Ward. 
Thank you for allowing me to spend a few moments in your ear. If I can ask you a favor right now, will you share this podcast with a business friend? The truth is every business struggles with finances and we want to help. And hey, if you're feeling the love, will you subscribe and leave a review? We'd love to hear from you. Want AFS to manage your business finances? Connect with us at Assign Financial Solutions and hit the contact button. And please remember, profitable dreams are possible.